0: This is the BBC.
1: This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Thank you for downloading another episode of the Raj and Pablo show with me, Guggen Gorowal. Today I spoke to the star of the brand new Bollywood movie Pink, Angad Bedi. Our guest reviewer gave us his perspective on Pink... And the muscles from Mumbai, Salil Acharya, had all the latest Bollywood gossip, including what Siddharth Malhotra is up to. Now, Bar Bar Dekho has been released. First, let's hear from Angad. Angad Vidhi, thank you very much indeed for joining us here on BBC Asian Network. First of all, I'm sure you are very excited about the release of Pink, right?
0: Yes, I am. I'm really looking forward to it because it's a very special film. It is a film which uh, deals with a lot of Sensitive topics. Though it's not a freaky film, it's an entertaining film.
1: And explain how you fit in. Tell me about your role in Pink.
0: I play a guy called Rajveer Singh. Um, he's a guy who uh, he's very well educated. He's extremely charming. He belongs to the upper strata of Delhi. Um, he, his education is from the King's College in London. Yes, uh, he comes from money. He comes from uh, a space where there is the uh, Um, You know, there is a a kind of a lazy arrogance about him, which is extremely internal. Um, His silence, his his silence can make it uh, uh, difficult for people who are around him. But it's not his fault, because uh, he comes from a a patriarchal society. His upbringing has been conservative. Despite having such good education, his upbringing uh, comes in the way. That is Rajweed Singh. His uh, characteristics are extremely layered. So you will see a lot of phases of Rajveer throughout the film. Uh, me and Rajveer do not share the same grain at all. Rajveer uh, is silent, he's internal, he's complex, he comes from money. I come from a very hard-working family, I come from discipline. So yes, it was very difficult to get into the shoes of Rajveer's thing. I had to do a lot of prep, do a lot of workshops, study a lot. and spent a lot of time with my director, Sujit and Ronnie and Anirudh. Uh, also do a lot of uh, reading with Mr Bachchan just to get into the skin of it because it was really difficult. I'm extremely nervous. But then again, the verdict will be out and it's now it's now the film for the people and let them take that
1: call. Well, the verdict from insiders so far is all good. Did you feel pressure to deliver because you're working alongside Amitabh Bachchan?
0: See, the pressure is always good. Like they say, sometimes the corner tiger is always dangerous. But here, the tiger is Amitabh Bachchan, you know. To figure your spacing out, he's a very giving man. He's an extremely loving co-star, very helpful. Uh, just see, you know, when they say that in front of him, like he would raise the bar of performance so high, you had no other option because as an actor, when you work with a great man and a great co-star like Amitabh Bachchan, your energy, his energy rubs off on yours and yours rubs off on him. So he was, you know, when you see him perform that caliber and take his level up, you have no other choice but to really work hard and pick yourself up as well. You know, then the great part is that it, it always gets the best out of you.
1: I can imagine, absolutely. And uh, we haven't mentioned your co-star, Dabsi uh, Banu. How did you find playing this character opposite her?
0: She's lovely. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Uh, she's a great actor. Uh, she has a fantastic fan following down south in Hyderabad. Uh, hopefully because of her name and her power and pull in Hyderabad Downs House, we can get a few numbers to our film as well. See, that's the thing. The girls who are cast in this film, Tapsi, Chitzi and Andrea, they're cast in their grain. So the characters that they're portraying are very close to reality as to what the personality of each individual is. Unfortunately for me, I portray a character whose grain is not mine. So, you know, for me, uh, it was a very difficult process to go through this Because, firstly, I had to isolate myself. I'm a very friendly person, so I had to keep even a distance from the girls, especially Tapsi. We used to have a lot of fun off the set. We stayed like family. I had made great equations with Mr. Bachchan. He's like a father figure to me now. Uh, Whether it was Sujit or Anirudh or Ronnie, or even, for that matter, a writer, Ritesh Shah, who's written great films like Airlift, which was his last super hit. Hopefully, Pink matches up to that ability as well. We all... We all bonded so well, like, you know, tomorrow the verdict of the film will be out. We Maybe we'll all go our separate ways, but then hopefully Shudeed gives us another an opportunity where we can all come back again.
1: Uh, Angad, you've been quite vocal in your belief that the film should be screened in schools and colleges. What, what sort of impact do you hope this movie is going to have on young people in particular?
0: You know, it's, uh, I, well, um, I don't know about England, but uh, there are certain sections of society where this patriarchal upbringing and this you know, this conservative mindset still exists in not just in North India or Delhi, but all over India, most of the, even the cosmopolitan cities in India. So with this, we want the youth to connect with this film. It is actually also for every man to see and observe and learn what no means no. When a, when a woman says no, that means no. So no matter whether it is your wife, your girlfriend, your sister, or your mother, when she says no, That's final. We need to understand that it is because of the women that men are here. It is because women are more emotional, yes, but they remember one thing. They also have the ability to bear a child, which a man cannot. So we come from the woman's womb. So it is very, very important for every man to respect and understand the independence of a woman, and that's what this will with.
1: You're absolutely right, of course. Bearing that in mind, what do you say to this? As Bollywood in the past, the film industry been irresponsible then in how women are portrayed in movies?
0: Not really. You have to see things like Mother India of the past, right? Like the way Dargis Ghat was portrayed in that. Or if you see Chal Baaz, which had Sri Devi in a double role, the way Sri Devi was portrayed. You know, you see Lamhe again, Sri Devi was portrayed in a very beautiful way. Yes, there has been a time where there there have been song and dance routines, there have been uh, songs which do sometimes help the numbers of the film, which are, uh, you know, slightly in a zone where their so-called tag item number is given. There's nothing wrong in it. But you have to understand that. But that is not what we are trying to tell the society to learn. There are films being made with very good messages. Pink is one such film. There are films which are not preachy, but then also entertaining and have a social cause, which Shujit Sarkar's all his films are about, whether it was Wiki Donor, Madras Cafe, Piku, which was a national award-winning film, Mr. Bachchan won an award. Uh, Deepika won. Sujit won. You know, so you have to understand, like the films that are being made today, the makers that have come on board to make films have changed the mindset. They are very forward way of th- they have a very forward way of thinking and writing new characters. So now I, I think Bollywood is also going through a transformation where new films are being made, new scripts are being heard. People are going that extra mile to put in that hard work and really get into the skin of the character and write great characters again which are realistic and unloved by the people.
1: Well, Angad Pink sounds absolutely fantastic and I can't wait to see your your complex character come to life on the big screen. What's keeping you busy now? What's next for you?
0: I have a release in a film called Dear Zindagi, which is next. Uh, then I'm I'm working on a film with Excel Entertainment, which is a web film with Richard Chada and Mr. Vivek Oberoi. We are in the process of shooting it. Uh, That's all I can say as of now. I'm not allowed to comment further on any of these other two projects. But yeah, these two, uh, I think, are the next ones uh, in the pipeline.
1: Angad, it's been absolutely fantastic speaking with you today. Thank you very much indeed for taking some time out for BBC Asian Network. And we wish you all the very best with Pink. Thank
0: you very much. The pleasure is all mine. Uh, I would just like to say one thing to people in England all over. Please go watch this film. This film is as much yours as it's mine. I can guarantee you one thing, that when you see this film, you'll identify not just with the girls, but you'll identify why Rajveer is the way he is, why Deepak Sagal, the lawyer, is the way he is. You'll understand the complexities that still eat up our society in India, and it's about time we do away with all of that and give respect to the women folk, and it's a blessing for this country, which is India, to have now that after the Olympics we've had the silver as well as the bronze. Hopefully
1: in the next Olympic, a girl can get us a gold medal as well. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. Uh, let's hear more now about Pink with our guest reviewer. Our guest reviewer today is Mike McCawhill in London. And Mike, amongst other things, writes for the Guardian newspaper. Mike, a very good morning to you. Hi Gideon. how are you doing? Very well, thanks. And how are you today? I'm not too bad. Brilliant. And uh, you've been to see Pink already. First of all, what were your initial impressions?
2: I think it's very strong. I think it's um, certainly the strongest Indian film that I've seen this year. Um, We get a lot of films as critics that arrive uh, having been trumpeted as a very important movie dealing with big issues, capital B, capital I. And it's very rare that we see a film that um, actually goes out of its way to dramatise those issues in convincing ways, and this really does grab you by the throat from the first scene and, and pulls you into this um, very tricky scenario.
1: Brilliant. Go on, take us through uh, the p- the plot briefly, first of all.
2: So it's a film of two halves. The first half is very much a nocturnal-feeling thriller. It's very um, uh, noirish. Uh, I think you'd say. Mm. Um, we are... Dealing with the repercussions of a night out in a, a holiday resort. Um, and we the, the narrative splits into two. We see the girls coming back who are very agitated, something's clearly gone wrong, uh, and the boys who come back, uh, one of whom is clutching his face because he's been uh, hit with a bottle. By one of the girls. And for the first half, we get this slow ratcheting up of a shaming campaign the boys uh, conduct against the girls. Uh, this eventually turns into the second half where it all plays out as courtroom drama. Wow. And
1: uh, what did you make of the performances? Obviously, Amitabh Bachchan's in it. I mentioned Angad Bedi, Tapsi Pannu as well. How are they?
2: They're all really strong performances. Um, the, the three leads, Tapsi Panu, Kirti Kulhari, and Andrea Tariak, they're actors at the beginnings of their career and there's not a false note in any of those performances. These are really mm. tough roles for them to, to take on mm. um, because the first half they're having to commit to portray what an ordeal these girls have been through. And the second half, they're being interrogated on the witness stand. And, uh, you know, it, it's they are very tough roles and they absolutely uh, nail every emotional beat. Wow. Uh,
1: what do you make of the direction?
2: It's very strong. Um, Anurudh Roy Chowdhury, I think, comes from the, the Bengali industry and has, has been dealing with big themes in the past, themes like immigration, materialism. He's one of these directors. He's very socially committed, engaged with what's going on um, at, at the street level in India. Um, and he and the writer Ritesh Shah, who wrote Airlift from earlier in the Year, they really do know how to pull all these themes together and, and create convincing characters, and, and um, they're very interested in seeing how those characters interact. It's a very, very powerful piece of work.
1: And uh, Amitabh Bachchan's character, let's talk about him just for a, yeah. for a few moments. Um, he, he, he's bipolar, his character, in the film, right?
2: Yeah, how, that's right.
1: How, how, does he, how does he add to the movie, would you say?
2: Well, one of the interesting things about watching Amitabh Bachchan over the, the last... 20 or so years is how he's reinvented himself from being the leading man of yore to being a really interesting character actor. I mean, it's often the case with British and American actors. They get to a certain age and they they believe they can still... um, Beat off the bad guys and get the girl and go off into the sunset. And you know, I think um, after a while that strains credibility. We don't always believe it. But um, with Mr. Bechran, it, it it's it's he's uh, using his power and influence to um, support new filmmakers who are giving much more interesting roles to play. Mm. And here, what's interesting is that for the first half of the film, he's a very shady, ambiguous figure. You don't know whose side he's on and whether he's... Um, you know, we've seen him play very controlling, uh, patrician characters in the, in the past, in the, in the sort of the 15 years since Gabby Cushy, Gabby Gan, you know, where he played a very controlling father. So we're not entirely sure which side of the law he's on. And then in the second half, it, it, it does become clear that he is pretty much the sole ally these girls have. And um, it, that second half makes great use of his gravity and his authority, his presence. He's an incredibly forceful actor to watch just when he's still and silent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the final summation speech really does seem to come from deep down, not just in the, inside the, the, the character, but from deep down inside the act. It's, it's really um, this great statesman of Indian cinema um, speaking to the audience about what he believes.
1: Mm. Mike, very often, um, music's really important in Bollywood, we all know that. Very often, though, um, when it comes to a movie like this, sometimes the filmmakers get it horribly wrong when they when they <laughs> suddenly put in a dance sequence, uh, slap bang in the middle of it. Um, have they got it right, the soundtrack, the music?
2: They have, absolutely, right, right from the word go. And I, I said... Early on, there's a film that grabs you from the start, and part of that is is the use of incidental music here. It does set this mood of dread that this very long, dramatic night has has just taken place. Mm. Um, And and there there isn't this sort of sudden cut into song and dance. It's not that kind of movie. It's a much more dramatic, much more serious movie.
1: Mike, what's your out-of-five mark for us? What are you going to give this movie out-of-five?
2: I'm going to go all the way. I think it's a very high four. I think it's, it's, it's well worth seeking out if you can. It's a movie that has something to say and says it well.
1: Brilliant. Wow. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Mike, for your review today. It's been great hearing from you. Mike McCorhill in London. Cheers for that. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Right now, it is time to catch up with this man. Our muscles from Mumbai, Salil Acharya, is live on the show right now with the inside scoop on the celebrity world. Good morning to you, Salil. Hey, man, what's up? Nice to hear you. Oh, good. Thank you very much indeed. Nice to be speaking with you today, Salil. Uh, Tell me, first of all, how I've mentioned Pink a few times and we'll be hearing from one of the stars later. Uh, Tell me how the new releases Pink and also Ra's reboot are doing.
3: Both of them actually collected about the same money. But of course, one is uh, garnered appreciation everywhere that is Pink. Uh, it was a very hard-hitting subject and when I was shown it about a week back, mm. you know, it's one of those films that makes you very uncomfortable when you're watching it. And of course, it's a masterly performance by Mr. Bachchan and Tafsi and Kishi Kulari, the girls, doing a very, very good job. You know, so this one, for a lot of people who were confused, wasn't directed by Sujit Sirkar, He just produced it and he got Anirudh Roy Chaudhary to make it. So a uh, couple of things went a little longer in the second half and so it got a little draggy or, as some people put it, a little preachy, but still, it, it deals with a very, very real subject which is very prevalent in India right now. So I think it was very, very important to hit the right notes, and it did. Almost six crores on the opening day. Right. Ra's reboot, on the other hand, you know, it's the only uh, film in the franchise that probably will not do well box-off his wife.
0: Oh. I think Iman Hashini
3: needs to really reinvent himself. I've known him for a very, very long time, and I think his own home production, Captain Nawab, is where he's going to be concentrating most of his energies now. Because this one, really not being in the same zone, the music didn't click that well. Vikram Bhatt had a bit of a bad run at the box office, and Ra's reboot really needs to be rebooted. (laughs) It looked like it was from another century, even though they went to Romania to shoot, you know, with a very counter-Dracula kind of feel, but somehow not finding that many takers at the box office in India and making about the same money as Bink, which is not a big up for Ra's because... It's the uh, previous rooms have made 70 crores and 80 crores and all that. Mm. This one's going to come nowhere close.
1: Wow. Um, regarding Pink, we'll be hearing from Angad Bidi on the show after 11 o'clock this morning. So stick around for that. Um, and we'll talk more about Captain Nawab in just a bit, uh, Salil. Next up, though, Salman Khan news you have for me, don't you? Some gupshub. What's he up to? He's finally, and heartbreakingly so, leaving his Galaxy apartment house on
3: bandstand, you know, so it was like a shrine for so many people. All his fans would come out there, Salman would come out, throw his shirt out, you know, play with his dogs outside. <laughs> he, unlike every other celebrity I know, and there are very few of them, say, you know, at that level, Mr. Mr. Bachchan, Shah Rukh and Salman and Amir Khan, they're not very public with their appearances. Salman, if you just walked on bandstand outside his house, yeah. he's very likely to be just going for a jog on bandstand <laughs> or for a cycling ride or something. Right. Now what he's doing is he's moving his whole family out, into an apartment building that he's bought, which is just around the corner. But it's, it's sort of sad. You know, when I moved into Mumbai 12, 15 years ago, it was on those landmark apartments. And from the inside information that I have yeah. is he had all saved two of the flats in Galaxy. And the two people refused to sell their flats to him. So he said, you know what, I need my whole family in there. Oh. So he decided to move. And Galaxy Apartments is going to be no longer a Salman Khan residence very soon. Wow. Uh, all
1: right, Salil, Emran Hashmi news next. He is concentrating very much now on Captain Nawab, isn't he? Yes, he's had flop
3: after flop, which is rather sad. He was actually
1: very disappointed with azhar when it did badly. You know, uh, from his
3: chats with me that he had, he said what the film was narrated to him and the way the film actually panned out was very not the way he wanted it to be. And he said there was hardly any cricket in that. So he now wants to have complete control over what he is doing. Even with Ra's reboot, it was a Vikram Bhatt production, and he says, I've actually been enough. not too many people know this, but he was actually an assistant director before he made his debut in Footpath. Right. So he knows a couple of things as to how to, you know, be behind the camera. He's worked it out well. He's working with his very close friend, Tony, on this movie. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that, you know, Captain Nawab, with its, you know, very war-like feel to it, uh, some people say Call of Duty, that the video game looks very similar to it. Yeah. Maybe it does, but even if he gets the video game right, the Call of Duty video game is a super popular game. If he gets Captain Nawab right like that,
1: yeah. it'll be Imran Hashmi coming back. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, what about Siddharth Malhotra, finally? Uh, what's he up to after Bar Bar Barbar
3: Bar, Bar Deko, actually nobody wanted to see it. One of the biggest <laughs> flops of the year, sadly. Oh and, you know, I felt really bad for both of them. Yeah. But the film was really not up to mark, you know. So sadly, he's under that part, and he's already hugely... In, into his next production, Bang Bang Reloaded. Mm-hmm. And they've cut budgets. They're shooting in Worley right now. As we speak, a major action sequence going on right now. So, anyone's in Mumbai who is probably listening to you right now, you go to Worley right now. There's an action sequence that's happening right now for Bang Bang Reloaded. <laughs> wow. And uh, he, along with Jacqueline, you know, perhaps one of the funnest faces, the hottest actresses around. The both of them are in that. And Darshan Kumar, the, the action sequence that is happening today is with between him and Darshan. Darshan was last seen in Sarabjit as the lawyer for Aishwarya Rai. He's in this movie. So this one is going to be an out-and-out action film and they're trying to make it as slick as possible where Bang Bang costs a huge amount of money. Mm. I think Bang Bang Reloaded will be in the right
1: cost and should bring Sadat Malhotra back into action. Brilliant. Let's see what happens with it. Salil Acharya, it has been a great pleasure speaking with you today. Again, thank you so much for downloading another episode of the Raj and Pablo free download with me, Guggan Gurrawal. Make sure you're tuned in again next Saturday from 10am, and until then, have a great week.
2: Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.